Yo, what's up guys? Welcome back to the Music Corner Rista 808. I'm Nate, and today I have one of Australia's rising metalcore artists, Dime Construct. Say hello, guys. Hey, how you doing, Nate? Hey, how's it going? Good to have you guys on the show. So, uh, let's start off with, uh, basically who you guys are exactly. Like, I mean, I kind of have, you know, already said your name and genre and everything, but, like, uh, mainly from here, uh, uh, how did you guys form and, like, come up with the name, I guess? Yeah, hey everybody. So uh, I'm Kynan. I'm the vocalist of Diamond Construct, and uh, I've got Braden here, who's my brother. He's the guitarist of Diamond Construct. So hello, bro. How we doing? Yeah. So basically, um, how we came up with the name was we saw a um, the album cover Diamond Eyes by um, Deftones. By Deftones. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We just really we just really vibed with the with the name of that and it was kind of cool aesthetic and then Braden came up with like a play on the words there um yeah there was i remember before that we had a list of names and the construct was actually one of them and then yeah i saw that diamond eyes album and then i was just like just put the two words together that's basically yeah wasn't the the construct already taken but yeah there was a band somewhere called that yeah so that's basically how that came to be um and genre genre what genre i guess a lot of people are calling us um uh new metalcore at oh, the yeah, moment which especially is like, after the ep i was gonna say yeah <laughs> so that's that's like a name that's been floating around um on all of our posts and stuff like that and we welcome it i mean like we don't really um know like what genre like to call it so if everyone's saying that then i guess that's what we are yeah absolutely uh around then when did you guys form and like how did you like you know get the rest of the bandmates together um, do you want to answer this one, Brads? Uh, it goes back a, a while. Yeah, so it's it's tricky because like we've changed members so many times, but um, I would say the first like diamond construct like formation would have been uh, 2014, actually a long time ago. But um, pretty much me and Kynan, we've we've been the only two consistent members since that time. So there's been a lot of different changes and all that kind of stuff. Um, over the, like the last how long is that like six years now? yeah six years now yeah and um, I think you know maybe around we we consider around like 2016 when we started kind of finding like our own kind of sound I guess so yeah sort of when we uh, yeah. released Event Horizon which yeah. originally was b- going to be under like a different name I don't even remember what name it was because we had obviously different members in the band and like we were going as a different sort of five piece back then and then when we formed the the final sort of four members to create this new band which was diamond construct we released it under that name and that was sort of the start really of the band yeah nice good stuff and uh your first ep uh event horizon um that recently got taken off spotify did it not because i thought it was yeah, it was for a still, while yeah yeah it, it was something to do um with I don't know, was it a licensing thing or something oh, like it that? Was, it was just like, um, so all Spotify uploads, like, uh, well, like most are done through like subscription-based kind of things. And um, because that was through an older record label before we got signed to mm. Grayscale, um, somehow by accident, the licensing um, didn't get renewed. So we're actually trying to get that back up. Yeah. There, there wasn't any like purpose behind like deleting it or anything. Yeah, yeah. And we're just trying to, in the process now, of finding out how we can 
uh, re-upload it and get all the streaming sort of numbers back to it so that it's not starting from scratch again. It was a surprise to us. Right, because right. Sure. Like, I think I remember like last week even, or maybe two weeks ago, like I, I saw it like right there. And then when I went to yeah. – I was going to listen to you guys some more today and like it just wasn't there. I'm like, oh, shit, all right. Yeah, yeah. We've but, gotten uh, a fair few messages from people being like, where did it go and stuff like that. So I'm just like, hang tight in there. We're trying to sort it out. Yeah, right. it's strange. There's like specific – um people who really only like that EP and they just because it's like it's got like a tech metal kind of sound to it like tech metal like core the very or whatever thing too with it yeah yeah fairly gent so there's a I think there's a few people who are a bit pissed off about that and they yeah. think we've just tried to erase it but like no we, we, so, we still like that EP but it's just absolutely yeah, yeah what I was gonna say is um because it's still on YouTube like they have like a whole playlist of it on YouTube and everything and I yeah. checked it out today I quick like side thing about that was the album well received because i see a lot of dislikes on each of those songs for whatever reason and i'm listening to them like it's it's good like it literally sounds solid as hell you know yeah um i guess in the in the time that we were sort of doing all of that sort of thing we we're only just getting together you know playing a handful of shows maybe only to like 50 or 60 people sometimes and um i guess like the australian scene is is pretty competitive and you know, a lot of people were sort of uh, vibing with this as a band, you know, like we went hard live and we did all of that, but maybe they didn't, I don't know, vibe with the music just as much because it was kind of around that time where Gent was starting to fall off in our um, in our country and a, a lot of like heavier hardcore music was coming in, um, a lot of raw sounds and like heavy breakdowns and stuff and we didn't really have a single really breakdown on there. So I'm not really sure why it was like that, but I remember for us it was... It was hard to get people around that. Uh, we call it an EP, but I guess it's an album. Like, no, are you talking about you're talking about the self-titled album, aren't you? No, the Event Horizon. Oh, Event Horizon. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just yeah, like kind of said exactly the same thing. I think we released it, you know, a couple of years after. Like, um, obviously you've heard of North Lane. Like, there was like a right. massive, kind of, like the genty metalcore scene in the Australia. And I, yeah, yeah, the Gen movement. And I think um, by the time we had kind of dropped that, because those songs were written in 2014, most of them, mm -hmm. um, by the time we had eventually dropped it, I think there was a bit of a different scene going on in Australia, like Conan just mentioned. Yeah, that's it. Right, I got you. But then with your self-titled album that came out last year, like I feel like that like blew you guys up, if anything, you know? Like your name was out yeah. after that. Yeah, it was, it was really nice to actually um, finally get that one out because... You know, a lot of those songs even um, were written back in, you know, 2015. I remember some of the earlier versions of that were, most of them were written in about 2016 yeah. um, and 2017 as well. There was a few back there. But um, we were sitting on that for a long while because we really wanted to make a statement about who we were. That's why we came up with the whole self-titled thing. And um, by the time that we released that, um, it was still fresh and current and... Uh, that was that was a really big step up for us to finally put ourselves out there as you know what we feel is our first diamond construct um proper record mm -hmm. yeah definitely like i mean you hear submerged and everything it's like one of the like the heaviest fucking songs in 2019 in general even too like that's just heavy genty riffs and everything too like i love it it honestly gave me like those all uh, you know volumes vibes especially like you know it's not like the wormholes like rift and everything yeah oh it's like, yeah it's funny you say that because i mean 
and we both love volumes, especially the older stuff. And um, mm. when I was writing Submerged, I was getting really into their Via album, like the first one. Yeah. And um, I was getting getting back into it, sort of thing. And then you know, obviously with their fresh riffs in the mind, I, I just sort of wrote that song around what they kind of did. And yeah, it was it was cool. That song kind of reminded me of um, another Sumerian band called Structures. They oh yeah, I think you disruption yeah structures a lot as well at that yeah. time the sumerian scene i guess was like probably one of the first kind of like you know that gent movement kind of thing so we were definitely all about every band even though like you know volumes aren't on sumerian right i was but gonna like, say no but like divided by is like an awesome metal yeah. album oh yeah, how yeah good is for it? sure and i mean veil of Meyer and all of those kind of bands that's that's like what we sort of um got really into back then so of course our sound was going to be heaps techy and still a bit riffy yeah. and stuff with that you guys had all the sick gent fans. We didn't. We had. We had Northland, I guess. Though. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's it. <laughs> well, like it's funny you say that because it's like Northland is like almost like the biggest one of like you know the ones that like we've mentioned all. At least now, even too, they're still changing up the yeah, sound a bit. So. But you know, they're still making yeah. it work. Yeah, yeah, they've managed to stay pretty relevant through the times. I think, North especially Line. with their new album. Yeah, it's straight oh, yeah. fire. We love that. Love Alien too. Uh, so then, uh, with the release that you just had literally a few weeks ago here, you changed up the sound like quite significantly to a more like new metalcore sound, obviously, with, of course, some gen influences, as you can tell with some of it. Uh, what was your inspiration for wanting to switch it up a little bit with you guys? Um, so, like, with um, the self-titled album, like, we, were, I guess, like, we were trying to not like fit in but we were trying to at least you know write music that um would be well received and we're still kind of pr- you know, like we're still proud of that like album a lot but um mm-hmm. i guess somewhere along the line we kind of just wanted to there were a couple of songs on there that like we really really felt like it was the future like um of our band uh, there's a song called hypno and everyone kept saying that like that's your best song like why didn't you release it as a single and we felt that as well so uh, we just kind of decided that we wanted to kind of make sure we were completely doing what we wanted to kind of do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it was inspired by, like, some of the trap metal artists and a lot of EDM artists. Yeah, um, so, like, Scarlord and Getter and Ghostmane. Ghost, I was going to say Ghostmane, oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, so a few artists like that we were listening to heavily at the time. And um, when we sort of to started to genre blend a little bit more and add that into our sound... Um, we sort of felt that like fitted with us well and um, we saw that as like kind of more of the future for us to work that into our band and like obviously it's been well received and we're really happy with that there was there was a time we were a little bit nervous before it sort of came out but um, yeah we, i guess we weren't nervous when we were writing it it was after we listened back and we were like oh wait this is this is actually pretty different i i thought we were gonna um cop like a lot of hate from a lot of people with it but like it's been like barely anyone who's you know been trashing it so it's fucking pretty right sick, i dude. see i see a lot more positive stuff than negative and that's, yeah that's yeah good. exactly and yeah like, well we were we were just thinking okay like everyone's just gonna write this off but like you know we're doing what we want to do so mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's really it's really good to be able to do that and have a good reaction to it right and i was gonna say like a lot of other bands too even are like 
doing that whole like trap metal influence. I mean, like within Destruction, just picking up with their new album, and that's like heavily like you know trap metal influenced with like you know deathcore and everything. And like there's also numerous other bands, like even uh the one in Australia, Darknet, even has that whole new metalcore kind of like sound yeah. to it. It's yeah. like it's a popular subgenre that like you know yeah. is definitely rising more nowadays. And like you guys are just like making it sound even better too, especially with this EP. Um, so yeah, continuing to talk about the EP, uh, what was some, or even like uh, the last album, even too, since it's pretty relevant. Uh, what were some of the lyrical content behind uh, those songs? Um, with this EP, um, I guess the lyrical content was probably the darkest that it's um, that it's been, and it's a lot more straightforward and, and personal because, you know, uh, a little while back, you know, maybe even before the self-titled and stuff, like I, I wanted to code the lyrics a little bit more and um, make them, I guess, hard to sort of decipher. But now um, with with the self-titled sort of when a lot of people got into that and they, you know, they would, I'd get messages from people being like, hey, this helped me through this time or, you know, this was like um, really vibing with me and I really connected with it. I sort of started to go down that route of like making it a little bit more direct um, and for some people it might be easier to connect with. So. Um, I guess w- with the lyrical content of it, the, the dark sort of vibes is just for everyone out there who has been through maybe a depressive state or alcoholism or drug abuse or um, like on this new EP, like sexual abuse is a big topic on there and um, all of those sort of dark, um, bad things that people have to go through and I mean everyone's been through a lot of that sort of thing. They can vibe with it and we can sort of be the band that helps them get through that or maybe even just a bit of a release for them uh, so they can listen to it and get angry or feel better about themselves afterwards or whatever it may be that's that's kind of where the lyrics go for sure i love that makes it even sound even better you know i get it uh yeah so yeah there's that uh did you guys have any uh possible tours set up for the future uh once covid like kind of passes and everything or has that not really like you know been talked about yet um so do you mean like from now onwards or before COVID kind well, if of there was even if there was even any before COVID like anything um, that you had planned yeah well funny one of the bands we were mentioning earlier um volumes like uh, I don't know if I can actually say that like but yeah they, they were planning on coming to Australia and um we were going to be jumping on a tour with them which would have been fucking really cool like, um, <laughs> right and there was another one, um, a band called Saviour from Perth. They're an Australian band, if you've heard of them. Yeah, um, I've heard of them for sure, yeah. Yeah, we were going to go on with them. Um, and there is something for next year, but I don't think we can kind of say it yet. Right. And I don't know if it will actually be going ahead at yeah. the moment because of... Yeah, that's it. We don't know what's going on. And I mean, obviously, yeah, there was some plans to do, like, obviously some other things in there, but when all, all the, the whole world sort of fell apart with that, with the virus and stuff like that, obviously we had to cancel pretty much everything on the table. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like, no one knows definitely when it's going to come back on in Australia. It's, it's kind of up and down because Victoria is on like a stage four lockdown at the moment. And that's where, yeah, that's where a lot of the bands, uh, from Australia come from. I mean, you've got like Wind Waker, Alpha Wolf, the gloom in the corner, like Ocean Grove. Um, pretty much every band under the sun in Australia comes from there and yeah. it's kind of like put everything a little bit on pause but maybe we'll start to see a couple of things sort of um, start back up in January and February. I know I've seen a couple of 
newsfeed things and rumors about like music festivals coming back with a COVID safe sort of plan. So we'll we'll see how it goes. We're keen to get back on board. We re- really miss playing shows. It was um, it's funny when you don't have the shows in front of you or look forward to it. You you start to realize like how much you took it for granted being in a different state every weekend and um, just hanging out with your bros and everything like that. So we we do miss it. Absolutely, and we hey, someone like me misses seeing those kind of shows, so I totally get it. Um, do you, do you have any possible future of uh, touring in the United States at all? Because I don't think you guys have before, have you? Not? No, no, we've no. we've actually never been overseas um, to tour, and it's it's definitely the first place that we want to go. Um, yeah, well, um, it's it's cool because we've always had like uh, more Spotify streams in Australia than United States, but as of, of this release. United States has taken over, which is really cool. So we definitely, we definitely want to get over there because, um, yeah, you guys have all the really cool bands, especially like, <laughs> especially like um, some of our like biggest influences, like from when we were kids, like Corn and Slipknot and Linkin Park and stuff like that. So That's I think, um, uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty good market for us to go over there. And um, yeah, I would love yeah, to. it's it's always been a place that we've wanted to go as well, just to see and like I've. I've always loved like the whole LA thing and just to go there and see it all would be really cool and just become like a bit of a tourist but also at the same time you get your name out there would be a bit of a double whammy which would be actually yeah awesome and like Braden said before with the, the streaming numbers it's it's funny because what was it you were just mentioning before Chicago was up there on the yeah, list. Of- Chicago for some reason it gives Diamond Construct a lot of love I, I don't know why on every single release we do it's always Chicago. <laughs> well, do you know why Nate like would you know why that is I the mean, thing? Oh. There's okay, so for even like some American bands, I've noticed on Spotify, they're most listened to locations. It's like Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, and I think maybe even Seattle. And then everything else is just like, yeah, like you know, kind of over here. But those are like the biggest ones in the area. I yeah. don't, oh, okay. I don't know the reason for those statistics at all. But like, it's I guess they just have a bigger music scene in those areas. You know, it's a, it must be like some of the bands of like basically started scenes there i guess yeah well born of osiris were from chicago (laughs) where they originally i know they are i think uh oshino was from illinois maybe oh okay yeah maybe it was one of the guys was from there or something like that osiris definitely was too yeah but um yeah i'm sure there's a couple others i'm like missing i'm i don't know from the top of my head but that's definitely one Oh, I no. think that was Salt Lake City, wasn't Salt it? Chelsea Green? Chelsea yeah, Green I don't know. Is Salt Lake City, yeah. Um, but I know for a fact that I'm sure there's like other bands we're just missing. I thought, I could be totally wrong about this, and I'm actually going to fact check myself right now. I thought the band Glassjaw was from there. No, they're from New York. Okay, okay. well, there you go, though. New York's still one of the bigger, bigger uh, yeah. streaming locations and all. But, yeah. And it's funny you guys say that, like, you know, we have the better uh, uh, bands and everything and all. Because in terms of metalcore right now and even deathcore at, uh, to an extent, I would say, like, you guys in Australia have, like, the best scene out of everything because you have all these, like, cool bands and everything that are, like, both rising and pretty underground. And it's, like, we don't... Oh, excuse me. We don't get to see them at all because, you know, they're in Australia and most of the time, like, you know, not going to come out here because who was it? I think... In the past few years that I've seen, it was like Alpha Wolf came here. The Alpha Wolf came here very recently. Um, yeah, yeah. Polaris did, I think, as well. They did a US tour. Pol- did Polaris yeah. did, yeah. Uh, I know Ocean Grove came a couple years ago. Um, yeah. Uh, 
there's a couple other ones. But it's like those bands, like when you see them on the bill, you're like, oh, I got to go because this could be like the only opportunity I ever get to see them, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. like you don't want to take that for granted, especially like, you know, with COVID hit and everything. Because, uh, I mean, I even got to see a dealer, you know, before uh, yeah. You yeah. Know, those, those uh, allegations came out and everything. But um, nevertheless, yeah. it was still a really cool thing. And like now for sure, never going to see dealer again. And, you know, Australian band. Hello. So. Well, it's the same with us. Like, you know, whenever uh, – like an international band comes through like we got got the chance to play with straight from the path when they came through and that was a pretty right. cool thing and like uh born of osiris and chelsea green that was yeah, really yeah. cool to jump on a tour was with that, them as was well that a straight from the path one that was was that a show that you guys had uh that hate six video on youtube no that was um that was invasion fest so that was with knocked loose knocked loose okay i knew it was a bigger yeah. hardcore band from here but yeah yeah i gotcha I'm sure yeah that show was sick. I guess it's the same with us, like, every time, like, well, we we actually haven't probably, like, you know, paid to go see a show in a long time, but, like, you know, back when that was the thing we used to do, like, um, yeah, we would jump on a jump on it straight away if we saw one of our yeah, favourite international it. bands coming. Yeah, and it's, it's funny, going back to the, um, like, uh, everyone sort of crushing on bands from overseas, um, I, I, we get a lot of comments saying, you know, like, oh, Australian um metalcore band it's got to be good you know like i'm so keen for this especially if they've never never even heard of us before whatever they just expect for it to be good which is kind of cool like um i guess there's that thing that like i said before in our country it's very competitive over here especially with the local scene um mm. so a lot of the smaller underground bands um, because there's a lot less people in australia you kind of have to grab their attention and um for them to be a fan of you you have to really put yourself above other bands or put your best foot forward so to speak whereas i guess maybe in like a bigger country like you know the uk or the us there's there's a lot of fans to go around um mm. and there's a lot more bands just getting like heaps of exposure yeah that's true right yeah it's it's on both ends you know i get it like from yeah. our standpoint yours so it's very interesting how all of that works um yeah we only have like five major cities really that we can play in which is crazy yeah. compared to like the u.s i've heard like you know you can just go on a 40-day tour and have right hundreds of at each show yeah yeah it's funny you say that cause, like yeah every I, I now that you say that actually i realize that like anytime i see like you know an australian like a band like you guys like you know going on an australian tour there's only a few dates like it's not yeah. like yeah. a list of shows yes so it's either that or you do a basically like a regional tour like i know northland and in, in hearts wake they do those sometimes where you can go to like really small towns but you're only going to pull probably like 100 or 200 people to those kind of ones yeah right i get that but yeah. i mean hey if they you know they're selling tickets it's a big thing that's it that's yeah. it yeah <laughs> and it's it's more important to probably do those smaller shows for those big bands because you go out to a town that has you know not many people there and they're just really thankful for it and they become pretty much a lifelong fan like it really means a lot to them um whereas if you play like the big cities it's people have a lot on and like they're pretty spoiled for choice mm -hmm. i can imagine for sure definitely yeah. de anyway i've definitely even seen that around here even too it's unfortunate but hey if you put on a good show you know and the crowd's good it's a good experience yeah. yeah, for sure. So moving on then to the, uh, uh, I know we've already talked about some of your guys' uh, big influences, especially as like, you know, uh, when you said you were younger, like, you know, with Corn and like Slipknot, some of the long-term ones. Uh, what are some like, you know, maybe influences you haven't mentioned or ones that like you've been really like, you know, vibing with right now currently? 
Um, uh, it's it's very weird because like at the moment we go through like phases like with like metal artists, but like we us probably for the last like year and a half we we mostly listen to like pop and like EDM yeah. and like trap and stuff like that we every time a new metal like not new metal like a new metal album comes out like like a Muir's album we honestly love that yeah hindsight it's probably the album of the year for us yeah we'll check it out when it comes out loathe like we love them but oh, um, the loathe album oh yeah yeah one album that we're both really frothing right now is by um like a pop artist from the uk called charlie xcx oh how i'm feeling now yeah, yeah dude we're, we're we that love that album. album. Oh yeah, that's like my top ten right there. That was such yeah. a good yeah. album. And what's funny it's is that that, that was the first album I ever heard from her too. Like, oh, yeah. oh really? That yeah. was my introduction to her basically. Like I've heard some of the singles. Like I know Boys was in like you know TikToks and shit. And I know like yeah. there was a couple other ones that like got some radio play because she was featured. But that was like yeah. first full album of hers. And honestly, I I fucked with it because I know it was different than Charlie by like a little bit. It was more like glitch poppy, I guess if you want to call it that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah that's, that's that's why we like it. It was yeah. a bit more progressive in that sense. I still love the album before. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I've been getting into like the Kid Leroy, um, his new album. He's from back Just listen Australia. to that, yeah. What the fuck you won, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's called it's called Fuck Love. Fuck that Love, one. Fuck it's, Love, um, that's right. Yeah, it's really good. And obviously Post Malone we both love, especially Hollywood's Bleeding, like the new album and a, a lot more like electronic kind of artists that do, you know, Deep House and stuff like that as well we've been listening to. So a little bit of everything, to be honest. Yeah. Right, and that's sure. good. Honestly, like I have mentioned this before on an episode of the podcast, but uh, – it's best to like have such diverse taste in music, especially because like when I was in like high school and all that, just a few years ago now, uh, I was in that whole phase of like only metal, you know. Like I think it was like yeah. what was it, yeah. Slipknot, Mudvayne, Static X, and like you know <laughs> other ones yeah. too. It's just like this is like everything else is shit. Like no, it's you have to yeah. like yeah. if you want to appreciate like music fully, you gotta you gotta diverse yourself and all. I mean yeah, oh, yeah. it's like because. It, even for you guys, I could say, or any band, you can't just, like, you know... I mean, some of this statement, like, you know, it works for some bands, but, like, if you want to, like, you know, stay fresh and, like, interesting, you got to mix it up. And yeah, obviously, like, we, like yeah. we talked about on this new EP, it's, it's, a pretty, it's, like, a little bit of a big difference since, like, the last two albums. So, you know... Yeah, for sure. And it's yeah. working. Yeah, for sure. I mean, with, with the uh, influences that comes from pop and everything like that especially with the vocals i i come up with like a lot of different you know phrasing and stuff like that so that it's it's fresh to the metal scene that maybe some people might not be used to you know like asap rocky or something like that will mm-hmm. come up with really catchy phrasing that you can only get from that sort of part of rap music and yeah and trap sort of beats so we we kind of blend that in with our sound on the ep and that's that's what you come up with is some different sort of phrasing that maybe you know, like the, the metal elitist like might not be vibing with or whatever because it's not what their cup of tea is, and that's totally fine. But a lot of the people like you, yourself and everyone else out there who loves all music and just appreciates music, I feel like they'll be able to vibe with it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool that I think um, a lot of um, metal fans are becoming more open to different genres. And the other way around, I think, like, yeah. as well, like metal like is becoming again a bit more accessible to people who don't really listen to that but you know like through the metalcore phase like from like you know 2004 to like 2016 or whatever i guess metal wasn't really at all considered mainstream at that point yeah very underground still yeah i think it's it's taking 
uh, good steps towards moving back towards that. Like with bands, like um, we we actually really like falling in reverse. They're a really sick band. Like you know, I can see um, a f- the future of like kind of stuff like that like you know like seeping into the mainstream a little bit more and yeah right yeah i was gonna say like, like, like ice nine kills they're like slipping their way into the mainstream i mean they almost yeah. had they almost had a full tour with a five figure death punch and that got canceled yeah. unfortunately but that's a still like a big deal you know yeah yeah it's big yeah it's cool and i was gonna say uh, even yeah. too like um even we were mentioning before like with like ghost man scar lord like a lot of rappers nowadays have like such a big metal influence and like yeah it's getting yeah, those like getting those fans into uh you know the metal scene and all and another thing i want to say too that kind of goes along with that is like with volumes with uh different animals that album had like a blend of like hip-hop and like you know metalcore yeah. and everything yeah and that yeah. i've seen so many diverse people like a diverse amount of people like at those shows and all that like you know don't even look like they'd be metalheads or are even metalheads they're just yeah. like dudes who like the music so it's kind of cool yeah 100 it's, it's good steps towards yeah. like where i think um like heavy music needs to go there's uh, like other bands along the way like where we, we don't listen to this band i'm about to mention much the amity affliction but in australia mm-hmm. i know so many um people who didn't listen to metal or couldn't stand screaming who got into like heavy music after that and bands like bring me the horizon as well like you know opening it up for a lot of bands to change up their sound and i guess like um get some new fans and fresh faces yeah for sure absolutely so uh real quick too uh since we were talking about like some of our favorite albums this year have you ever had did you have any like ones that were like the worst for you guys personally oh i don't know um i know you no, tried to avoid it of course yeah i mean like it's that's a hard question because it's um you know i've got so many friends like in the scene um and obviously like we love all those bands and we love their music too but i mean for me um this year and last year i haven't been into a whole bunch of like metal albums i guess it's been more so like i said before um you know pop and edm and trap and stuff like that and all these kind of other artists have sort of taken my attention a lot more than the metal sort of thing because sometimes it gets a little bit sometimes it gets a little bit overused or something like that or yeah yeah i think it's um because like when you're touring in a metal band and all you're hearing is metal it kind of just becomes like white noise (laughs) after a certain point yeah yeah fully (laughs) um but no like we if we don't vibe with something we probably just won't listen to it there's not really for us like much reason in talking about the stuff that we don't like right so, yeah no, that's yeah. fair honestly and hey that's like yeah. probably better it'd be that way than you know having a worst album after all yeah yeah i um, mean that people are entitled to their opinions if they want to express it like i yeah. don't have a oh that's fine they probably listen to our stuff and be like i can't stand this shit <laughs> right <laughs> that's fine yeah that's fair enough yeah i mean dig what you dig uh, so yeah. then moving on then with uh, kind of like back to like the uh, creation of your music. Do you guys ever find yourself struggling with any of the writing process or even performing your music live? Um, no, not at all. I mean, because both of us in the band here write, like me and my brother, we both sort of split the writing 50-50. Um, it's a good like sort of healthy competition between us to come up with, you know, like a fresh sound or something that's heavy or something that's catchy. So it's a bit of a tennis game. like. Yeah the ball's in his court one week and then you know he'll swing it back to me and be like hey like come up with some sick vocals for this and we work together on that and we constantly have ideas and because we've grown up in the same household we have all the same influences so of course we're gonna 
vibe the same things and dislike the same things at the same time. So we've never found it hard. I mean, it might have been difficult in the beginning when we were a lot younger and we'd sort of have like little arguments over things here and there. But nowadays, we, we really gel together in working towards a new sound and it's more fun than anything, especially oh, for this EP. It's been yeah. the funnest we've ever had. We actually, it. yeah, we, we even have like um, new music now that we're working on again because um, we want to be like um, releasing music more frequently. Um, and yeah, the stuff we're working on is so fun. It's almost like the problem we have is we've got we've always got too many ideas yeah <laughs> it's okay, like which, yeah. which one do we release yeah and not even with that it's like inside the song there's sometimes too many ideas like i showed Braden a vocal demo demo yesterday and he's like there's so many ideas it's good good start but like we need to just narrow it down and just you know like that and then we have like a good conversation of how to work it and then we'll bounce back and then we do you know demo version two three four or whatever it needs to be and then we'll come back and then when we're vibing, we're like, okay, this is it. That's the one. And yeah. we, it's just fun, you know what I mean? But Absolutely. in terms of um, actually uh, playing some of the songs, yeah, that for me, like the guitar parts, like probably like the drum parts, like, you know, they're kind of hard, but I think the guitar parts are probably one of the hardest parts. Yeah, you're an absolute slogger. I have to uh, like warm up for an hour before each show, so it's pretty stressful actually. The self-titled album in particular, I think that's um that's a like that's how naturally the EP has a bit more straightforward guitar playing because we don't want to be like you know stressing out for yeah playing and I mean those the riffs on the EP are still like hard and you know yeah. like they're still actually hard for you to play but at the same time not many people out there would be able to tell the difference of hey that's sliding you know thirteen frets in a row rather than you just making a cool noise like yeah. you just sort of have substituted it to be. It's usually, a little bit more playable for yourself. Yeah, I think it's um, from crazy fucked up guitar riffs, probably more to just um, using pedals to make it as interesting as the guitars were before. Yeah, and in terms of the vocals playing, like doing that live, um, it's it's more like easy a job for me because I just get to have all the fun and sort of g up the crowd. But um, there was a couple of songs on the self-titled where it was really hard to perform because it was not much breathing time for myself and um, mm -hmm. if you've ever seen like a video of me live like you were talking about that Invasion Fest one like I put a lot of energy into it so I with this EP I wanted to add a couple of um, variants to my vocal range to not only make it like um, different for people to like it but easier for me to nail it more live so that that might be a little bit of like a spoken word part or a rapping part then goes back to a scream you know so that I can focus on the tone of it a lot right, more and uh, under a microscope. Yeah, that's it. Pace myself a little bit more. Right. I respect that. That's awesome too. I mean, yeah, you got to do that in order so that way, like, you know, you don't fuck up your vocals anyway or like, you don't get too tired. So it's a smart strategy yeah. there. Yeah. Well, that's it. No, no one wants to sound bad live. And if you, if you're just constantly running out of breath or if you say on the guitar and you just can't play the notes right, like under a microscope, that that's the difference between you and maybe like a professional uh, band that is a lot bigger than you so that's that's what we got to try and strive for now good shit yeah i respect it uh so then moving on here then with uh, some of your tour stories do you have any stories that were like you know either the best or the worst or even both that you guys have had yeah yeah i mean we've, we've got a lot of stories um this this one story that we like to like tell some friends and stuff whenever we're hanging out after shows is um it's quite a funny one i mean it's not a really a bad but not really a good story it's it's kind of it's just right like funny 
Yeah, yeah. So I think it was like our very first tour with like a couple of bands that we. This is the Gravemind one. No, no. This is the um, Of Divinity tour and Sign of Four one. Like the, you know, when we're coming back from the Gold Coast. Anyway, um, so basically we're on our very first tour that we organised with some friends and like no one were at these shows. It was more of just a holiday for us, really. Okay. And we we're coming back. We're coming back overnight from the Gold Coast, which is north. It's about like six hours north from us in Tyree here, where we live in New South Wales. And um, everyone was really tired, so we, we pulled over in this like 14-seater van and there was like three bands in this thing with like hundreds of bags and just shit everywhere. So um, Brayden and I and also our drummer at the time, we decided to sleep outside because we were like, well, there's just no room for us here. Anyway, turns out it started pouring down rain in the side oh, of the road here, just off the highway. And I woke up in my sleeping bag. It was full of water. Um, my pillow was like a pool and I was waking up like I slept through the whole thing I don't know how I did it and then I looked around me no one was around me I think the boys like crawled their way underneath this like table thing like a picnic yeah. table or like a yeah. portaloo or something like that just like a truck stop yeah so anyway I got up and I was I was wringing the water out of my sleeping bag and it was just no fun at all so we yeah we've we've done a couple of the side of the road sort of sleeps and like that was definitely the most uncomfortable one. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so did you even get, did you get like sick after that or something with like you know the water no shit? wow no it was it was actually in the middle of summer so it wasn't cold it was just one of those oh. like summer heavy rains like it was a little bit tropical. Oh, we've had we've definitely had some times though like where we've stayed on the side of the road like when it's been freezing like it's it's um yeah it's not fun. Well, remember that time. We were, we were not even in Diamond Construct yet. This was like one of the earlier bands that we were sort of in. And we were, we were playing in Canberra, which is like one of the coldest like cities in Australia because it's so inland. Um, and we decided we'd camp just on the side of the road. We brought this tent and I think it was in the middle of like July or August, which obviously for us, that's the middle of winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was blowing an absolute gale, like gale force winds, setting up this tent at like 2 a.m. in the morning. We ended up sleeping in there with these really badly rated um, sleeping bags. It was absolutely freezing. I don't know why we did that. I don't think we got a wink of sleep. No. It was terrible. My favorite story though is um, when we were on a tour with Gravemind, we uh, we flew to, I think it was Adelaide. Oh, yes. <laughs> this one. And we I don't know why, we were a really stingy band and we don't like paying for like places to stay, <laughs> and, like Ubers and all that. So. Instead of getting an Uber from the venue, uh, sorry, from the airport to the venue, we just decided to walk there <laughs> with all our gear. How and far it was, was a, it? It was, a, it was a two-hour walk. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we um we just got some shopping trolleys and put like our guitar amps and like our guitars in there. And I think halfway through, like we were so tired that we ended up like picking up some beers from like a bottle shop and just like, like yeah. yeah let's just have some beers before we get there to but get through before this. the shopping trolleys we actually took the airport trolleys that you've got to pay for <laughs> and um like we were like oh fuck this we're not carrying all this gear so we stole these like airport trolleys and walked them to the nearest woolies swapped them over for like shopping trolleys and then yeah like Braden said when we got tired and we were like a bit over it we got a full case of beer and by that stage, when we were at the venue, we were kind of half like drunk, and we parked the trolleys at the back of the venue where everyone were parking their cars, and they were like, "Are you serious? Is this band right now rocking up to the first show of tour in shopping trolleys from another state?" <laughs> it was no. probably the best time. We were seriously dry, like, sorry, 
not driving. We were walking along the highway, like, with all these freaking, like, cars passing us by. People would have been like, what is going on here? Yeah. yeah it was, that was hilarious. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. Uh, Who did you say you were touring with when you did this? Uh, Grave, Gravemind. Uh, you've heard of that band, obviously, from Melbourne, have you, or...? Ah, it sounds very familiar. I'm, I'm right now. My mindset is thinking Greyhaven. It's a band like out this oh, way. Yeah. But like, no, yeah, no, wait, 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 wait. They now. had that like album cover. It had like the like uh, you know, like little pillar things going up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that was their latest album. It's called Conduit. So right. they're they're a really good band and really good friends of ours from Melbourne. And yeah. they're also on Grayscale Records. Yeah, as we'll well. plug them while we're talking about. Yeah, them. yeah. Check so out everyone, album. listen to them. They're good boys. Good shit. All right. Uh, who would you say then was like, uh, or would be the best band that you guys have ever toured with, or even best tour in general? Um, we're not related to like, um, because like we like all the bands that we play with. So like we're not picking this band because like we think they're like you know they're the top ones. Like, it's just like you like yeah them. yeah. I got you. We, like and we love their music as well. But um, Wind Waker, we're really good friends with them. We've done. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of them before, have you? They're Sharp Tone Records? No, they're, no. they're actually not even signed at the moment. They're, but, uh, they're still independent, but they're killing it. Yeah, they've got, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of streams. Wind Waker, like, um, band from Melbourne, they're, they're like, bros with us, complete bros. So touring with them is just always so fun. Yeah, I'd have to say that would be the best best tour experience in terms of, like, the broskies. But also, at the same time, that, that Born of Osiris, Chelsea Green Tour that we did was... um was one of the best oh, times like, right. for us as well. That was for Bono for Cyrus's uh, album that came out last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, we love that album. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Under the Gun. Oh, yeah, Under the Gun. I got up on stage <laughs> and sung that song with him. Oh, no shit. That's awesome. Yeah. That's actually yeah, my favorite in, song um, off the album, too. Yeah, in in um in Canberra, yeah. He was just like, dude, do you want to come up and sing this song with me? <laughs> like, you know, in his hell American accent. And I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So... I jumped on and sung like the chorus with him, and then the next night when we were in down in Melbourne, he came up and sung. Was it submerged? Or, no, no, Night Terrors. Yeah, Joe came up and sung Night Terrors, the chorus of it. I think he screwed the chorus up because yeah. he learned this like the chorus ten minutes before he went I th- on. I think he just repeated the same like one line lyric the whole time. But I was stoked with that. I was like, yeah, whatever, man. Just that's yeah. cool. <laughs> that's awesome. That's gonna be a great experience. Um, so then, uh, since like you guys have said like you know you didn't have like any uh you don't. You, you, you've had like really good experiences with all the tours I wouldn't say like you've had a bad experience then with any band no no definitely not no we, we're really easy to get along with and you seem a like lot it honestly you're like you're friendly as hell yeah, yeah so and a lot of bands share the same sort of thing they just want, want to go out on tour and have fun like yeah. no one's really out there in this scene to um, sort of big note themselves or try and think that they're better than anyone else so like it's really just like after the first couple of shows where you're you work each other out and you're like oh hey what's going on you might have the first conversation with them and then you just end up being really good mates by the end of it i think um if if someone was like kind of like a douchebag in the scene like that would be found out pretty quickly and oh yeah no one would yeah they, they get called out on it these days especially with the whole social media sort of canceling right. like everyone just, everyone's in yeah. trouble if like you fucked up one time you're you're done like <laughs> yeah that's it like i said yeah. earlier look at dealer like that whole band just crumbled right there yeah it's um that's a pretty tricky situation for those guys it's yeah it's like that in any genre i guess it's not even just the metal scene or even maybe in the movie scene or whatever it's just like a lot of people um are under scrutiny with everything that's going on right now and we just don't want any sort of part in that at all we're just mm-hmm. doing our thing. And good on you, yeah. 
would not want any part of that at all. Yeah. But, um, but good shit. All right. Well, that's going to almost conclude the interview here. Do you guys have any other remarks you'd like to make? Uh, no, but just thanks for having us on, man. I think this is actually our first international. Uh, yeah, first international sort of podcast. Oh, so, really? I mean, like, yeah, yeah, cheers for hitting us up, dude. And, like, oh, we've got boy. a couple others lined up from like the UK and some stuff now, which is cool. But I think um, I think the EP is sort of taking some strides in some other countries, and it's good to see that you're vibing it with us. And uh, oh, hell yeah. thanks for having us, bro. Right? Yeah, yeah no problem. Uh, before we do go, though, real quick, uh, any album recommendations or band recommendations you'd like to make? Um, yeah, uh, for me, I mean, obviously, my like I said it before, Hindsight by Muir um, is is my number one album of the year, hands down, in any genre. So really, I can't okay. plug that band enough. Yeah, that's it's just I love Frankie's vocals. He's found you know new strides with it, and also we love Josh Travis, the guitarist of the oh, band. Yeah. He's just joined. Glass um, Cloud. We always love his bands. Yeah, Glass Cloud and Tony Danza and all of those kind of like bands back in the day we we've always followed him along with every band so i'd, I'd have to say yeah hindsight by newer but yeah well what about you right i'm looking through my artists to try and find something but what, what about yourself mate what do uh, you think so for me since we're like you know guys are an australian band i figure we keep it australian here i'm going with uh in hearts wake sky dancer easily yep. easily my favorite uh album by that band like beats all of them for me but just beats earthwalker but i sky dancer is just solid from front to back don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, can't even hate a track on there um i'd like i would have to plug so many bands so i'm, so I'm gonna squeeze in a few real quick just cool. um if we're talking about australian bands um our boys injustice for the dam check them yes. out they're like kind of like knock loose kind of stuff uh wind waker like we mentioned before like really good like fresh metalcore Great mind as well, and obviously everyone in the fucking scene has heard of Alpha Wolf. So yeah, it's yeah, it goes without <laughs> saying. I mean, Alpha Wolf are like the the top dogs, no pun intended there. But um, they're they're the ones who are the front runners, and um, they're they're just so good. They can't do anything wrong. They're just amazing. So like, obviously everyone's really checked them out if they've heard of us right. anyway. Their new album's coming out this month too, so prepare for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's weird. Um, also just today we found out that uh, Pale Dusk just signed a grayscale so oh yeah yeah we listened to that that was yeah, really that good that song was really sick so that's they, another band they just put out a song like a few on youtube a few hours ago right yeah it's, yeah it's on um the same record label as ours so like, yeah pretty cool unless it's uploaded to two channels but yeah they just signed to an australian record label which is cool i'll have to check out that song too it's a happy talk i saw right there so yeah yeah definitely we'll check that out well all righty boys thank you once again for joining me no worries. No, that's all good, man. You have yourself a lovely day. Yeah, you too. And thank you guys for listening. This has been the Music Corner, Rift 808, and we are signing off.